It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Friday, August 5th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the show. What is uh, your weekend looking like, Shauna? Uh, going to the Lumineers tomorrow. Oh, very nice. Which will be awesome. Yeah. Going to go for a nice dinner out beforehand and then head to the show and I'm stoked. It's Weekend so in town, that, hey? I was going to say, yeah, first of all, so nice to be back in town after the insanity of weekends at weddings and back home and everything else. So that I'm very excited for. Uh, also having a rare weekend show to go to. Yeah, there's so many good shows that we've announced over the last little while, but they're all weekdays. and Like that- Mondays and Tuesdays at like 10 p.m. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I wake up at 3.30. That's too it's too late. I know. I wanted to go to Nathaniel Ratliff the other night. So did I. But it was a Tuesday night. I think it was like, that's going to kill me for the whole week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Saturday shows, awesome. The best. The best. Because yeah. even Friday shows, like I have a hard time staying awake that long to go to a Friday show. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday's perfect. Perfect day for it. I guess we're it, we really only like shows on one one of seven days of the week. That's not I know, good. which really sucks. But as you said, like Fridays, I can suck it up. Even Thursdays, like you can suck it up. But Mondays and Tuesdays seem to be when a lot of the shows are, and those, no, that just that puts your week out. Yep. You know, you're in trouble for the week if you do that. I have a rare weekend free summer weekends with nothing up, where you have nothing planned, nowhere to be. It's the best. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Yep. So I'm very much looking forward to just chilling. Yeah. Outside of the Lumineers, that's what I plan to do this weekend. I'm just so excited for it. Just relax. like. On the show today, another dad badge. We're going to talk about where you can marry your cousins. Beckler needs to know this. <laughs> Saski's ears just perked up. Yep. <laughs> A conspiracy to do with tobacco companies, the pizza chat, some etymology. Um, I stumbled across a revelation that blew some minds last weekend. We'll talk about that. A cheap tip for saving money. Yeah. First, you're out of context clip of the show. You can kind of taste a tire shop at the back of your throat. It's true. If you walk into a place, you're like, oh, they, it tastes like they sell tires here. Yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend of ours just quit his job at Hollister. Yeah. And I was asking, is that the one that smells so strongly? And he says, not anymore. So the, I guess, or... Abercrombie does. Abercrombie did. They used to have, or do they still? I they have like these perfume boxes. They do. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you walk by and you can smell it for miles, right? Hollister, I always more. get them mixed up. I think I do too. Yeah. Anyway, but then we got talking about stores in the mall that you can smell before you get there. Oh yeah. What's the goat of stores that you can smell before you get there? Sean? Oh man, there's a lot of stores in this because that one's on the list in the discussion for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cinezow, right? Any, yeah, any cinnamon bun cinnamon place. Bun place. Man. Oh. And that's by design, I think, right? They yep. waft it out there, and you're like, oh, I could go for a cinnamon bun right totally. now. Totally. Similarly, pretzels. Yep. You can smell when you're nearing the pretzel kiosk in the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Subway. Yeah, the bread, hey? They pump out that bread scent, and I it is intentional for sure. Because you you'll walk down the street, and you'll, you'll, you'll smell it, right? Like, it's like... The Circle K, formerly Max, in my neighborhood growing up, had a subway in it. So that is the smell that I associate with yeah. Frosters in the summer. Totally. Because of the bread. Yep. Uh, what else would be on the list? We talked about some of like, the soap stores. Oh, yeah. Lush. Those are the strongest, for oh, sure. Man. Your yeah. eyes start watering when you get close to a Lush. Yeah, Body Shop is the same. It's just a very distinct smell, and you can smell yep. it for miles. Yep. Oh, you can almost kind of taste it. Kind of like a tire shop. Yeah. Like if you walk into, maybe not necessarily before you get there, and they're often not in the mall, mm-hmm. but you can 
you can kind of taste a tire shop at the back of your throat. It's true. If you walk into a place, you're like, oh, they, it tastes like they sell tires here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's the thing. I mean, Home Depot kind of with lumber is like that, right? Yeah, that's true. Sniffs of lumber. But that one, when you're walking outside, you don't smell. And it's always like standalone, so that doesn't count. Right. I scratched that off the list. I guess when those big bay doors open, maybe you get a whiff of it, so that would technically count. Mm -hmm. What about the movie theater? Oh, yeah. Popcorn scent you can smell for a long way. If a mall has a movie theater as an anchor tenant, you know when you're getting close, right? Sure do. Yeah. And they do that intentionally. Like, the minute you walk into the theater, they waft that scent in, right? Because they're like, you know you want some of this. While we're talking popcorn, you can also tell when you're near a Colonel's in the mall. Colonel's, yep. Yeah, it doesn't popcorn, smell very like distinct theater scent. popcorn, though. It's, no, I could different. tell that you could blindfold me, and I could tell you the difference between a movie theater yeah. and a kernels. Yeah, I could get down to what type of kernels it is. I bet I'm a popcorn expert. Is it sage or sage? I've never known how to say it. We've discussed this before, and I still have not bothered to find out. It's surprising that that one doesn't smell stronger, given what they're doing in there. Yeah, it does, though. It's just that a lot of them aren't in malls. No. Like the one that, yeah. Okay. Well, the one that I go to, like the one on 17th is a standalone. And so that's the one I'm thinking of. I think there's one in Chinook. Oh, maybe. Okay. It still smells pretty strong, but you're right. Not in comparison to Lush. Not in comparison to Lush. It's got to be Lush. Hey, how do you even work at Lush? I don't even know. (laughs) Like, do you have any scent glands left or left in your, in your sinuses (laughs) at all? Or is it just like, no, these have been burned away. Yeah. From working at Lush for so long. Like grandma's with their strong perfume. Yeah. Like it's because you're. Your scent glands are gone, aren't they? You can't smell it yourself. Trust me, it's strong. You don't even need to use the directory to find Lush. Nope. You'll find it. <laughs> like Toucan Sam. There it is. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Here's a cheap tip for you, Beckler. I love cheap tips. I know, you're cheap sassy. cheap sassy, so, so anyway. I'm wanting to pass this along to you. Yeah. Uh, I was at a catered event recently. And you know how legally, after a certain amount of time, a caterer has to get rid of the food. It's a food safety thing, right? So they can't leave food out past a certain point. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, you'll notice that if you ever go to a wedding or whatever, eventually the food will be cleared and it's at a certain time and it's because legally you have to or else, again, it could be out too long and, you know, your risk. So uh, when this time came around at this event we were at, a friend of mine asked if they could take some of the leftovers home. (laughs) And the caterer actually said yes to this. So he wound up taking three plates of food home with him from the caterer so he didn't have to make dinner for his family that night. That's super smart. So they saran wrapped it for him and everything, and he took these three plates of food home. And honestly, that's what I was thinking. I was standing beside him at the time, and I was like, damn. And I wanted to ask the same thing because there was still lots of food left. Yeah. And they're going to throw it out. I mean, there's a chance that they would, yeah, take it home themselves or whatever, right? But they have to throw it out. They can't Mm -hmm. offer it up. So I was like, I kind of want to do it, but I, I couldn't bring myself to. I didn't want to be the cheap sasky. The cheap sasky <laughs> in this scenario, but it is smart. It is super smart. If I'm at an event, McKenna will often test, text me asking if they have anything sweet there, but this, that I could bring home. But this is different, right? This is yeah. food that was otherwise going to go in the garbage. I don't. Th- I man, I think that's a great move. Yeah. I know. Especially, I mean, food's expensive right now. Yeah. Your groceries are a huge part of your monthly expenses. Yeah. And I don't think eliminating waste is ever a bad thing, right? If it's no, uh, here's the thing though he's he's also been known to occasionally bring in his own Tupperware that he just <laughs> he keeps handy for these scenarios. I was like, okay, that might be a step too far. Like if you bring in your Tupperware expecting then to get leftovers, 
at an event like this, not so much. But on the other hand, I remember a friend's wedding recently that I was at. And at the end of the night, there was tons of delicious treats left over. And they're like, honestly, take as much as you want because it's going in the garbage. Yeah. So no, if I, I think your friend is a genius yeah. bringing Tupperware. What if he even didn't finish his own meal and didn't want to throw it out? Because it's not like the catering company is going to box it up for you. That's going to go in the garbage. I I could never be the person, I don't think, to bust out Tupperware from my purse, though. Like, <laughs> One of those collapsible ones? Honestly. Whap! Yeah. <laughs> Snap it out there. You're out for dinner at a nice restaurant. You're like, well, I can't finish this. So you whack it on the table and just start scooping. Oh, can I borrow yours, too? Can I toss your leftovers in? I, I could use that tomorrow. The server's like, would you like me to box this up for you? No, no, no I've got I, my I got own. I, I got it. Those boxes I find I can't really trust, but this Tupperware, oh, it's trusty. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I stumbled across something that I think is going to blow the minds of every male listener we have. Oh. And I don't expect it to resonate quite as hard with you. I mean, you might be surprised, but I, I brought this up casually at the, uh, on the weekend at this event that I was at, and it was a revelation for everyone who heard it. Oh, damn. So, when I go to relieve myself mm-hmm. in the standing position, oh God, I take everything out of my pants. My Kiwis, along with my bratwurst. Okay. And it's how I've always done it. The meat and the veg. Meat and two veg. Okay. And what I do, I think it had to do something to do with the mosquitoes that were out, but I brought this up to our group and like half of the guys were were just blown away, just shocked that I did it like this. And the other half of the guys there were shocked that there was another way to do it. Interesting. And the thing is like you never watch another man piss. Right. You're so you looking wouldn't... everywhere but there. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know. If somebody took the bait and the tackle out or just the bait. That's right. Okay. So my philosophy has always been that like, well, the reason I do it is just that, well, one, it's the only chance they're going to get to breathe during the night. Mm. Right? If you're... Interesting. If they're in there otherwise. Yeah. Uh, it makes a nice little a nice little channel for your jalopy to sit in. Okay. And then you could almost like, you almost don't even need your hands at that point because it's all just propping itself up and... You rest the noodle on the meatballs and then... You've got it. Okay. You've got it, Sean. A picture like, kind of like a hot dog bun I was going to say a high, I can picture it, yeah. And the other thing is I've never, I've never liked the, I've never liked the feeling of the waistband on the underside of my piss weasel. That's fair. So... This had, this it was it was wild that nobody had ever thought about this before that people the guys didn't know that they're that some guys do it one way and some guys do it the other but we were at this event with a bunch of people and you could see this question just like you could physically see it spread through the crowd as like each guy was asking the guy next to him like how do you do wow <laughs> it's kind of like the wiping do you wipe forward or backward question but this one seems more even. You know? Yeah, and I mean, I know okay. like for in that sense, for women, there's a, a way that you are supposed to do it yep. versus not supposed to do it, Whereas right? this is either or. But this was like, no one had ever thought of this before. You and take I, out the Wiener and the schnitzels, or just the Wiener. Or just that, right? Okay. St. Vincent and the Grenadines, <laughs> or just just St. Vincent. Yeah. So... The silent flute and the maracas, or just the silent <laughs> the flute. Silent flute, the old skin flute skin there, the old, flute there. The old meat Wait, whip. Okay, well, this is fascinating. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so, gonna have to ask my boyfriend when I get home now. And I'd, I'd be curious to know which way he got. And everybody, I'd be curious to know how you do it. Also, just how to clarify, remember yesterday you were asking if my boyfriend undresses just the bottom half or fully when he poops. Yeah, both. Okay. Fully naked. 
I thought he was a fully nude guy. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, I actually don't remember. So I had to ask him that last night as well, and he said, no, no, I take it all off. (laughs) So when he was in the Saddle Dome and he had that unfortunate incident, he was in there fully naked. He needs his space. He needs his freedom. So I could imagine him being an all-out kind of guy. I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all or nothing for him. Yes. (laughs) One of my friends is like, you should apply for a grant and see if you can study this at the university because there's something to it. This is big. (laughs) This is big. V and S in 20 minutes or less. One of the girls that we were with said, I thought guys used like the zipper, the fly. And I said, that to me, that's just like, that is terrifying. Yeah. It's steel teeth and you're going to thread yourself through there? Yep. No way. It's true though. I think I thought that for a while as well. Because it does make sense. I thought that's what the fly was for, right? Yeah, but no. it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't make sense. That is navigating through a shark a shark-infested <laughs> waters with that, for sure. The other thing is, like, someone said, even while wearing dress clothes, because a few of the guys are like, well, if I'm wearing dress clothes, if I'm all tucked in, yeah. then I'll use the fly. And I was like, that to me, that's an opportunity to re-tuck everything in mm-hmm. to get yourself looking good again. I mean, the one thing is, I know dress pants normally have a finer fly. Not quite right. as rigid as jeans, right? So, Not and I wonder pants. if that's why. I wonder if that's why. <laughs> like, okay, less shark fin, okay, more smooth. Let's make this passage slightly less tress or treacherous for your uh, for your jingle. So you can there. pass through safely so. and survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swim, th- swim through. You'll be good. Pass okay. through unscathed. The buoys are there. They're ready. <laughs> Uh, Even like the little, uh, like the little hole in the, in the front of your underwear, which I, I, don't, I said, I, someone asked on this video that I posted yesterday on this topic, they're like, don't guys use that, that little, you know, f- what would you call it even? Like the, the fabric fly on the front of your yeah. underwear, that hole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think anyone's used that since the advent of indoor plumbing and heating <laughs> like that, unless it was so cold that you'll die if you pull your pants down. Yeah, that's fair. No. Our friend is a stand-up comedian and has a super funny bit. Where he imitates the penis trying to get, like, you're trying to navigate the corners to get around that. That's totally, yep. That's <laughs> that's interesting. Again, why why is it still a thing then? I don't it know. It seems very outdated. It's a relic of underwear construction. I guess none of the new ones have it. Like, none of the fancy right. new ones have it. They okay. have all Fair. moved to the ball Just pouch. But the old, uh, the old briefs? Is that what still has yeah. them? Yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I found some etymology of some of the famous Nintendo characters, which I thought was pretty cool. Where their names come from? Where their names came from, because I've never really thought to think about that, and these are super interesting. Uh, Mario, of course, classic Mario, was named after the landlord of Nintendo of America's warehouse. He was almost named Jumpman or Mr. Video, but instead they decided to give that character's name in credit to the landlord, which is a bit strange. And these alternate history things are so interesting because you wonder, would, he, would the character have been as big if it was were he named Jumpman or Mr. Or Mr. Video. Video? I know. I don't know why. I just always assumed that some of these, like a lot of these names came from, you know, Japanese video game developers who worked on it, but Mario is not a Japanese name. So nope. I never stopped to think about They're Italian. Yeah. They're clearly, Mario and Luigi are clearly Italian. Yeah, so. totally. Uh, Wario is a portmanteau of Mario's name and the Japanese word Wariui, which means bad. So, okay, I thought it was just war. No, Wario just means bad Mario. Okay. Which also, funny name. I prefer bad that. Mario. They should have just called him bad Mario. <laughs> it's a funny name for your wiener, too. Look at my bad, bad Mario. Mario. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is great, actually. Uh, Charizard, which is maybe the most obvious, but it's the portmanteau of Charcoal Lizard, 
So okay. Charizard is just charcoal lizard. Okay. Pikachu is a portmanteau of Japanese pika, which is the sound a spark makes, and chu, the sound a mouse makes. Huh. So it's the sounds he makes, it's right? An, and he's a spark. He's an electric mouse? Yep. It's, it's really a, a Japanese onomatopoeia. Yep. So basically, spark mouse is what, you know, if you... The sounds those two things make, which a lot is kind of por- cool. A lot of portmanteaus. I know. Uh, Yoshi is not a portmanteau. It's just the Japanese given name that means good luck or righteous. Okay. So that one's the one they actually gave a traditional Japanese name. Uh, donkey Kong, that one's probably super obvious, but uh, the Kong comes from King Kong. But he's not a donkey. And even my boys asked me that. Why is he called Donkey Kong? That he's was clearly not explained. You're right. That should actually, that's a v- very strange. Uh, but they actually got sued. I don't know if you remember that or have heard of that, but they got sued for using Kong. Oh, okay. Because it belongs to that franchise? Because it belongs to that franchise. But Kirby is named after the lawyer, John Kirby, who defended Nintendo <laughs> in the suit against Kong. No way. So that's why Kirby got his name, is they credited cool. the lawyer. So there you go. Some, uh, some interesting Nintendo etymology for you. Did they say where Luigi came from? Because uh, Waluigi would be bad Luigi. Another funny name for you. <laughs> that would be really... It's got to be that. But I, I that one they did see, and I'm... Here, let's see. Uh, inspired by a pizza parlor near Nintendo of America's headquarters named Mario and Luigi's. So Nintendo was already well into the United States yeah. by the time they named Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. And in turn, Wario and Waluigi. Waluigi. You're bad, Mario, and you're bad, Luigi. Bad. Bad. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was FaceTiming my mom yesterday, and she told me this story. She said she was at an event with my dad, and there was this old guy at the event. This guy was in his, like, like his 80s. And she's like, he kept giving everyone the rock on sign, like the devil horns. Oh. Like, he was giving it to everyone and then gave it to her. Okay. And she was like, why does that guy keep... Giving the devil horns. Keep giving the devil horns. The well, rock Terry is just me. really stoked to go to the ACDC show. That's all. <laughs> this old guy. My dad's like, no. He said, that guy, when he was eight years old, lost those fingers in a wood chopping accident. Oh. He said he and his brother were chopping wood, and he went to stand the piece up, and his brother swung and chopped off his two, his middle finger and his ring finger. Oh, my God. Which is horrific. That is awful. Just horrible. Mm-hmm. But it's left him with a permanent rock on hand. He was permitaried. I mean, that's kind of amazing. I mean, if you're going to lose fingers... Yeah, those are the two to do it. That's the most badass way to do it. It I really would say that is. Or a shocker, perhaps, yep. perhaps oh, but... Yeah. That's Maybe not so much. <laughs> that's genius, though. Good for him. Just a natural Terry. Well... Well, not natural. Sorry. And but, I don't think it was genius. I yeah. think it was a, it was a total accident. But, okay. Well, I mean, on the bright side... I mean, if you're going to... If you're going to rock it, right? Rock on. Yeah. Terry would be jealous. Every single person, though, that you see things that... You're giving them the rock on. Yeah, sick. Rock on to you too, I wonder man. how many people do it back to him all the time. Like, just, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, no, man, you, a, you too. And you're like, no, no, this no. This is a disability now. Yeah, this, this is, is not, mm-mm. No, oh, sorry. And 84 years old. And this oh. happened when he was like, I think he was, yeah, he was 84, my dad's. And this happened when he was like eight. So I would love to know the, the stories 30s. of his rock on. So, so he's been rocking on before rock on was a thing how many people back then were like that's sinful because he's giving the devil horns right yeah like oh before, my god you sinful child like this injury predates metal yeah by 30 years so people just think he's throwing up some devil horns mm-hmm. huh. really i mean they say ronnie james dio invented the devil horns it was his grandma his old italian grandma that used to like point at him with those two fingers and say yeah the devil's gonna get you if he was being bad uh, but really, this guy was doing it long before, so yeah, I he, think we should credit him as the. I would agree. 
Is there a creator of the devil Definitely. horns? Definitely. Accidentally, of course, yeah. but mm-hmm. still. Wow. Potential Terry of the Month nominee. I'd say BNS in 20 minutes or less. Charlie, can you hit us with a little pizza music? Yes. I think I know where this one's going. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So good. It is the Friday morning pizza, Chad. Oh, yeah. There you go. Don't fear the pizza. It's for Atlas Pizza. So, uh, I'm sure you've heard of the new, I don't know if it's Live or LIV Golf versus PGA Tour debacle that's going on. No. Is this the the tour that's put on by the like the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia? Yeah. And okay. it's a new tour that many players have decided to play in. A lot of players were offered an exorbitant amount of money, actually, to join this new tour instead of the PGA. And the PGA tour didn't like this, so they banned the players who decided to play in that Saudi-run golf tour. Uh, Is this from- the one where Tiger Woods was rumored to have been offered like $700 million to yeah. come play? Yeah. And now players are mad because the PGA tour is saying, oh, you want to play there? Well, you can't go to the FedEx cup playoffs and that's causing some strife and they were banned and basically suspended from playing and now that the players are trying to sue it's a it's a mess okay okay aren't you kind of like a freelancer as a golfer though can't you play wherever you want or are there rules to that there are some rules and that's what's all muddied up and people are trying to debate and that's why they're trying to sue and now there's a counter law it's just it honestly the whole thing is just a debate but i guess basically people are saying the pga tour almost was acting as if it was a monopoly and now there's a new Um, player on board and now, okay. Regardless, uh, there was a gentleman who is kind of the spokesperson for this new tour. Bryson DeChambeau is his name. And he was interviewed recently and he used a pizza analogy to describe what was going on with this whole thing. A lot of people hear this and they're like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'll play it for you. Uh, Let's use this as as a reference. I heard this earlier this week. You have a pizza shop that's been in existence for 50 years and all the customers go to it, it's a great product. All of a sudden, a new pizza shop opens up, right? And they start paying the customers to come eat at their place. And that pizza is potentially a little bit better of a, of a pizza, right? And then all of a sudden, that original pizza house goes, if you go over there, we're banning you from ever coming back to our you know, pizza shop. What's wrong with that economic model? So this was his explanation of everything that's going on. I think it's a pretty strong Strong analogy. Although a lot of people were saying, like, if the new shop is better, why would you want to go back to the old shop? Variety? Yeah. Uh, other people were <laughs> saying it's just a, a bit of a strange because in this case, you're the you're essentially the customer of the PGA Tour versus playing in it. and Maybe the maybe the old shop is closer to your friends and family. That's an, It's where you're from. It's the town where you're from. Maybe the old shop... It's traditional. ...doesn't have quite the history of human rights abuses as the new shop does. Yeah, this is this is fair. <laughs> this is very true. You know? Okay. All right. So you're making some sense of it. A I lot of people it's a, think it's dumb, but... And I think it's a pretty good analogy. It puts it into terms that a, that a layman like myself can understand. This is fair. Okay. I'll give it to him then. Good That's pizza good. analogy. But yeah, it's a it's a great pizza chat, I thought. It's very, very fitting for today.
Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler along with Shauna. So here's a a completely unfounded conspiracy for you. But, I mean, this is what this is all about, right? This is the home for those. Okay, so I've noticed recently that a lot of songs, new songs, are mentioning cigarettes. And I find that a bit odd because the majority of people have quit smoking. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that in the music world, I know a lot of musicians have quit smoking because i mean they need their voices it's very important so there's a lot of smoking that doesn't happen anymore fewer new smokers too everybody's vaping these days everybody's vaping but smoking smoking darts so why are there so many references to cigarettes popping up like recently tegan and sarah's effing up what matters what we play they Mm -hmm. talk about cigarettes in that song oliver tree has a new song called cigarettes and then i was watching ellen randomly yesterday and this gentleman alec benjamin was performing and he was talking about cigarettes in his lyrics and then there was this this country song that I heard recently, and it was called Borrowed Cigarettes. And I'm just like, I mean, country makes a little more sense, maybe, because I maybe think they, more people smoking rarely they may still. be still hanging on to that, that dart. But now here's the conspiracy. Could it be that cigarette companies, because, of course, they can't advertise anymore, as we know, because it's so bad for you. Could they be paying these musicians to subtly just mention cigarettes? Well, we've talked about this theory before, and I don't that Oliver Tree song came up, and I don't remember if it was in this context or not, but we have talked about the song Cigarettes by Oliver Tree. Okay. Um, but I have long believed that the late Mac Miller's career was propped up by the tobacco companies. Interesting. And I had, I, we, when we talked about this, I had different That's pieces why you of evidence. That. Yeah. Um, that he rapped a lot about cigarettes. He posted a lot of photos of him smoking. And then one time I Googled Mac Miller cigarettes, and one of the top responses was American Spirit cigarettes, despite the fact that it, Mac Miller wasn't mentioned anywhere on the page. Interesting. So I don't, like, there seemed to be some weird connection there. Yeah. And like you said, it's odd to hear someone, a young person, yeah. in 2022, yep. talking a lot about cigarettes. And like, just, I've noticed it so much. There's another song we're playing on the station right now, and I forgot what it was, but I heard that one recently. And it, was mentioning cigarettes. I'm like, this just seems so... Yeah, this isn't Bob Seger in the 70s. No. This is like... It's mentioned way more than the type of people and the amount of people who smoke them. So I'm yeah. just... It's weird, and I've just noticed it a lot lately, and I'm like, this is something else. Some shady backroom dealing? hmm Maybe. Which, again, yeah, like, it doesn't matter if you talk about it negatively or positively. If you just toss it out there, then it puts it in people's minds who may go, hmm, I need some cigarettes. And I wouldn't put it past the tobacco companies to find a clever way to advertise like that. Like, nope. look how they look how they still manage to sponsor Formula One teams indirectly mm-hmm. through these like shadow companies. Well, if you look into that, it gets really spooky. Or my other conspiracy that they are backing vape companies as well, right? Which actually the tobacco companies that came up with vapes because oh. everybody discovered that cigarettes were unhealthy, and they're like, well, we'll just keep we'll them addicted in this way. And look, it's the Stop smoking method, but we're going to keep you smoking. I don't think any of that is too out there. <sighs> On the plausibility scale, how many backwards devil lyrics and Zeppelin songs out of 10 does this one get? I mean, it's going to get a pretty high rate. Go high. Go like, real high. 19 and, yeah. a half? <laughs> 19 19, and a half? That could be our highest rating yet. Backwards devil lyrics the and backwards Zeppelin songs? Devil lyrics out of... No. in 20 minutes or less. There was a post on Reddit yesterday showing in which U.S. states cousin marriage is legal. Okay. And it's it, it's not what you might think. You know, some of the, you might want to make some jokes about the South, yeah. that sort of thing, but they would be somewhat in, incorrect. So like, for example, you cannot marry your cousin in Mississippi or Louisiana. It's illegal. 
No. You can marry your cousin in South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee. Well, that's good. Alabama, mm-hmm. but also California, New York, some of these more, you know, quote unquote, un- enlightened states. Wow. You can marry your cousin. Okay. Well. And perhaps most interesting of all, along with this map, there was a map of Europe. And basically, every Euro- European country allows cousin marriage. With the exception of Croatia and Bulgaria. Those are the only two countries where they look down on cousin marriage. Everywhere else in in Europe. I mean, is that just not like that's outdated laws that they haven't really updated? Because back then, I feel like a lot of people used to marry cousins. Or are they just open to cousin marrying? Going back hundreds of years, but... That's interesting. Okay. Like, you can marry your cousin in a lot of places, including right across Canada. Cousin marriage is legal right across Canada. To each their own. You know, yeah. if you want to marry your cousin, you can. That's good. Now, I will say there's a difference between it being legal and it being a proud tradition like it is in my home province of Saskatchewan. Proud tradition. Yeah, I was thinking cousin about loving. that. Someday we need to do a top 10 hot Beckler's cousins list. <laughs> like, where you rate your cousins? Just let me know. Like, which one do you find the hottest? Is there one in particular? I'm, that? Not, I'm not into that. I'm just saying it's a proud tradition of, oh, the, uh, okay. of the province. There's I, also a map here that shows like the rate of cousin marriage across the world. Okay. Is and it going up? Nor- no, it's going down everywhere. Oh, okay. But Northern Africa and the Middle East has a lot of cousin marriage going on. What about Saskatchewan? Like, is there a- it wasn't included on the map, and I'd be curious to know. Yep. But like in some countries in the Middle East, for example, like the rate, and this is going by second cousins or closer who have married, is like over 50% Holy. of marriages are people rela- related. So... And Saskatchewan I mean, would probably be close to that. I feel like during, <laughs> during the pandemic, the, the rate of cousin loving probably went up as well. Oh, because, man. I mean, you were kind of stranded. That's a scary thought. Probably eh? close to your family. And yeah. Your cousin looks even hotter. That, they get an extra couple points. Well, there's no one else around. And so. if you're in Saskatchewan, they're already looking hot. I don't know. So. Yeah. You just can't help yourself. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend recently was talking about getting tickets to the Spice Girls concert way back when, when she was younger. And she went to this show and she said, right before the show her mom got sick and her dad had to then accompany her and her friends <laughs> to the show and man dad chaperones at these types of concerts deserve an award okay? dad chaperone at a Spice Girls show Holy at the height of their popularity yeah. can you imagine oh, it's a long night for dad oh isn't it ever <laughs> and dad will stand there and will go and you always see the dads in those crowds though and like they're stone faced and very perplexed looking as they're trying to conceptualize what is actually going on yeah, around them. Right, hands like in just, pockets or maybe arms crossed. Yep. Just like, like what it am all I? In. What am I doing here? <laughs> really questioning their you know decision to have children at that point. I'm sure <laughs> spent their own money to be there. Yeah. Yep. What a waste of money. What else could I have spent this on? How many beer? Uh, the, I respect the dads though, the ones who will do the little the head bob, right? To acknowledge that there is some sort of music going on in the stage, like they they'll do the bob. I mean, they're not interested in the music at all, but they will pop their head. And I'm like, I respect that. Yeah. You're you're saying, yeah, I understand. I mean, I don't understand, but there is something noise coming at my ears. I'm so. trying my best for the sake of right? my kid here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is love. I was thinking though, I was like, that is such a big sacrifice that I think this deserves a dad badge. Yeah, it definitely does. The dad it chaperone does. deserves a dad badge. And it wouldn't even have to just be for like, for that. It could be like anything dad didn't want to attend. Totally. But he did. Mm-hmm. Because I, I can remember in the in terms of like chaperoning concerts, I had tickets to Metallica when I was like 14. Loved Metallica back then. Yeah. And uh, I was supposed to go with some older kids from my school who I played in a band with. Yeah. 
and then they bailed on me day of. So I had all these tickets, nowhere to go. No, that's all. Who does that, yeah, first of all, anyway? Terrible move. Yeah. But my dad's like, well, I'll go with you. So he that's came, awesome. and, and I think I, because I had... Two tickets together and one, and then he, so he sat by himself, like up in the bleeders, or he sold one of our more expensive tickets and bought a cheap one. Yep. And like, didn't like Metallica at all, but nope. sat there with all these metalheads just to, and Paris will so do I that could too. Go. Yeah. Like, I remember, I forget now, but there was a concert where my mom, yeah, purposely stayed away from us because she wanted us to have the independence, but she also needed to be there because oh. we're too young to go alone. So she kind of lingered in the back just watching. Mom did win dad be- badges too. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's a dad badge version. Mom, Mom version of the dad badge. Yeah. Okay. Your mom earned herself a dad badge there. But you're right. Parent chaperone. Holy. It's something you really don't want to be at. Oh, yeah. Screaming girl. Like, Spice Girls might be up there as the worst. Like, I can't. Be rough. I can't imagine much worse. Dad badge. Dad badge. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.